1: Hey, Welcome to Sports Info Europe. Man, that, that intro just really make me bob my head, man. I like that music. I really do. But hey, let's get right into this world of sports that's going on for this weekend. Over the past weekend, a lot of great NFL games. One of the best college football games I've ever been to. And I'm talking about the Miami FSU game where Miami was down. 20-7 to seven at one point in this game and came back with a roaring three touchdowns in the second half to come back and win this game over Florida State. What a tremendous victory for the Hurricanes. And I'm telling you, really, we, we were almost about to the point where our season was almost about to say kaput because another loss would really make this uh, uh, not a, not what we would call a good season for the Hurricanes. However, they came back in the second half. Um, won this game? What a big game! I tell you, um, Nikasi Perry is is proving himself in in this college football game to be a a pretty darn good player. And um, I tell you, he's he's a really poised young man. But let's don't get it twisted. It was one thing that made this game what it was for Miami, and that has to be that hurricane defense i mean the miami hurricanes defense played some unbelievable football and and this young man willis number nine who plays defensive tackle for the hurricanes he's worth the price of the ticket i'm telling you i mean he he's relentless he's he's fast he's quick he's in the backfield causing havoc all the time and i mean he's just hey he is worth every penny of the ticket that you paid, and trust me, it was some. It was this is one of those games where you saw some people had some of those 1500 thousand, three thousand dollar tickets to watch this game because coming into the season, you know, Florida State was supposed to be, you know, I guess what we would call the junk. They were they were on their way to to being one of the um, elite teams, uh, even without Jimbo Fisher, and with their new coach, Coach Taggart. However, um, their season has not panned out to be what a lot of people expected it to be. Right now, they're three and three and one and three in the conference, and the Hurricanes are five and one and two and zero oh in the conference. And this was a big conference game. Um, you know, Nikasi Perry uh, he played the entire game. I mean, um, Malik Rogier has not touched the field since Nikasi Perry came in and became our starter. But at one point in this game. Um, a uh, sports sentinel sports Sentinel writer from down in South Florida. He indicated that Mark Rick said that he almost put Rozier in the game and the Sentinel reporter reporter in the stated by, uh, said stating, um, we would have definitely lost if Rozier had entered the game. And I would probably agree with that. I think that this game was, uh, was Paris to win or lose and thank God he won because it was just really, a. uh, uh, up and down game. I get at one point when the Hurricanes, when the when the game, when the score was twenty to seven at halftime, and then it became twenty seven to seven in the fourth in the third quarter when when um, Florida State took a punt return all the way back for a touchdown. It just really thought that, you know it looked like the air was out of this out of the sails for the Hurricanes at that point. However, our young quarterback. Redshirt freshman Akasi Perry did his thing. Hey, we got Red on the line. Red, what's going on? Red, you with us? What up, all Thanks for having me, man. Hey, man, thanks for being part of the show. How's everything
2: going? I'm hanging in there. How about you?
1: Hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm having a, having a great weekend, man. The Hurricanes won. I, I was down there for the man, game. You know, crazy. and um, that what? that. I was there. I was there. Oh my goodness! You're talking about an awesome week. Let me tell you a little bit about my week. First of all, last weekend, last Saturday, I went on a cruise to the Western Caribbean. I think it's what it's called. I really don't be knowing all this stuff. My wife made plans. I just go. But anyway, we went to Puerto Rico. Went to Liberty, Haiti. And while we were in Liberty, Haiti, uh, Billy Ocean, the old Billy Ocean. Yeah, I'm calling it old wow. but Billy Ocean. Put on a free concert for everybody on the boat, man. Oh, on, man. Was... Ocean? That's him. That's the one. Man, he still got it, though. I give Billy Ocean credit. He still got it, man. Dancing, singing, right? doing his thing, man. He did it, and he put on a great show. And I went yeah, he to... Heard, um... He sure can sing, man. Uh, he can sing, man. Can queen. Anyway, I ain't going to try to do no Billy Ocean, man. But anyway, had a great time. Uh, with, Like I said, Puerto Rico, Lobby, Haiti, the Bahamas, and uh, St. Martin. Had an awesome time. Everybody was nice. Food was awesome. The boat was fantastic. Oh, man, the weather was super it was just – and Michael Bolton put on a show on the boat. He was on the boat with us. Ooh, as a matter of fact, the name of the cruise was called the Presidential Cruise. Didn't even know I was going on a presidential cruise until I got there. But, anyway, hey, man, wow. that's enough about my travels, man. Let's talk about some sports in this world. I know your town big Buccaneers went on the, on the, on the field yesterday, but I know you had to watch that McGregor fight. And I just want to know oh, – yeah. uh, uh, I know you're a big MMA fan, one of the biggest MMA fans I know, Red. And is this it for Conor, Conor McGregor, or are we gonna see him try to make more money out of this thing, and maybe maybe he'll, sitting in some um, sitting in some facility with Drew coming out of his mouth for the rest of his life? Are we gonna see that, or are we gonna see this guy yeah. walk away and just be full of money and be done with it?
2: Nah, he'll be back, man. He'll fight again. Man. He can't go. He can't walk away from it like that. I mean, what you think?
1: He ain't walking away from it like
2: that, man. He ain't if walking out a, in the sunset hey, like that, man. Man, I'm
1: gonna tell like you that. something, man. I I really think he should walk away because you got to realize now the man probably in the last three fights, with including the um the Mayweather fight, uh, he's probably made about about close to a hundred million dollars in those last three fights. Now I'm not you know I'm not saying all that money's come into his hand, but just think if he's made sixty million dollars out of the last three fights. He doesn't really have to do this thing anymore, and I'm sure he could he can create a clothing line or a television show or or something and make a good living. Or sell cognac, or sell or cognac, or sell yeah. cognac, or something because he's with some of that you know? Right. So I don't. I, I really think we might we might have seen um we might have seen the likes of the end of of Conor McGregor. I, I think I think this show has seen its course and um it's coming to an end real soon. If not, this was the last night.
2: Hey man. They're gonna have to put him down, man. He ain't going away quietly, man. They're gonna have to put him down, bro. Hey, right. <laughs> you know, I don't think he's walking away quietly like that. I mean, maybe he should, but I don't think he
1: will. Okay. Well what do you think about the fight? How 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 did this fight? Did it end up like you thought That's it would end dude. up? Look look man, that 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 dude has not
2: lost a round in UFC. He done had eleven fights and so he has not lost a round since he started. Now let's put that in perspective, first of all. Now he did all of that stuff he did, and he was wrong for that. I mean, that's a big stain on his win, if you will. You know what I mean? I mean that was a that was a thorough whooping he put on Conor McGregor, man. But I mean, the what everybody is talking about what happened after the fight, you
1: know? Yeah, you know that makes no sense. If you are really looking at all the information about the fight on the internet, it's about the aftermath of the fight. It's not actually about yeah. the fight. And from what I understand, I didn't see well, the fight yet. I'm going to. But from what I understand, yeah, he put a third one. I mean, on.
2: and, and,
1: and the, the, I think I think there's
2: got to be something done by Dana White, man, with all the, the 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 shit talking that that goes on, the way it goes on. I mean, it was it was Kess was talking pretty loose, man. It was I mean he was wrong for jumping over that fence, but the stuff that he was saying, that guy was saying, that's just wrong, man. You know the guy Muslim, and you know how ugly that right there can get. People just oh yeah, you know people just mean, man. You know, and right. uh. You know that was a bit much. He wanted to whip McGregor and him too. You
1: know. Yeah, yeah, and, I, and, and you're right. Brother, and
2: I, I believe th- it was his brother. I believe it was his brother that came in the octagon and swung on McGregor. You know. Wow. I mean, come on, man, that leads to all kind of stuff. Yeah, and and, and you know, from what I understand, I'm sure he went to jail. Him and somebody else went to jail that
1: night. And what I understand, they've, they've actually withheld his uh, his paycheck, so he hasn't even they gotten paid for of
2: this them. fight yet. It was all a buffalo paychecks.
1: Wow, that's crazy. And Conor McGregor is expecting to make over $30 million from this fight. You know, that's a big paycheck to be held. Yeah,
2: well, yeah. they are not trusting them to pay them the, the fines and stuff. They're taking the fines out first.
1: They uh, got to determine
2: okay. where they're going to be.
1: I understand. I understand. Now, um, now, Red, let's let's get let's get back to um, to this NFL for a quick minute. You know, um, have we seen the likes of uh, of um, Ryan Fitzpatrick? Are the days just gone? He's he's done for the season. Now we're gonna build uh, on we're true. gonna build on Jameis Winston and go forward. What's what's happening in Tampa? What's going on with that, the Buccaneers? That, Buc-
2: that's, that's 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 the blueprint. That's the blueprint. But you know, plans change all the time.
1: So. If you got Ryan Fitzpatrick on your fantasy team, should you get rid of him or should you keep him? Who, Jameis? If you got Ryan Fitzpatrick on your fantasy team, in in which he put up some really good fantasy numbers in the first few games, should you keep him? Should you dump him? Should you stick him in the corner? What what should you do with him? In fantasy? Yes. For now, I would shelve
2: him. For now, I'd put him on the shelf. For now, yeah. But keep him on the roster. I. That's a tough one there, man. Okay. That's a tough one like that. I hadn't thought about yeah.
1: that. Yeah. I'm just, you know, because, you know, we we really don't know what's going to happen with Jameis Winston. I mean, really. I, I think if Jameis Winston goes in a game at any point and throws three interceptions, I think they it, it, he has a quick They're hook. They're going to be calling him. for him. They're gonna be it he for has is. a quick hook, man. Yeah. Yeah, he, he yeah. has a real quick hook. Hey, Ray, we got to get out of here. We got some more callers on the line, man. Appreciate you calling. Don't be a stranger. We're here every Monday night talking sports, Redskins, uh, Buccaneers, Jaguars, especially Miami Hurricane. Give us a call, brother. Peace.
2: Oh, man, I enjoyed it yesterday,
1: man. I didn't, my butts were not on, but I enjoyed football. The cowgirls got whooped. Oh, man, it was, I enjoyed that. Hey, that's always a that's always a big win. And your boy, um, Deshaun <laughs> Watson, you know, I'ma I'm say this about that game too. I looked at that game and I saw both of those quarterbacks take a lot of abuse. I mean, taking Good. some Great. licks they that a that lot. that they other quarterbacks a in the league, Aaron Rodgers get hit like like uh, Watson got hit, what? or Dakota what? Prescott got hit. Man, that those guys would be thrown out of the game. You hear what I'm telling you? Yeah. Did you see that yeah, sack Michael Bennett had yesterday where they called yeah. call roughing the quarterback? Can you imagine something like that happening in that game last night where Dakota Prescott was getting helmets in his chest and drove to the ground? Deshaun Watson yeah. was getting the same thing. And not one time did they call a roughing the yeah. pass. Yeah. Could you believe yeah. that? Yeah. And Red, we got to get out of here, man. We got David and look like Scott holding on. Hey, same we'll same holler same at me, you, man. I'll be calling yeah, you with good news next week. Hey, appreciate it. Peace. Hey, Josh, we got David on the line. Dave, what's going on? Hey, Love and Life, what's happening, Dave? David, this is? Uh, David from Miami? Absolutely. Yeah. How how, how? are our teammates? Ah! (laughs) Dave, what's happening? Not much. I just want to see what you thought about the FSU game. Hey, man! I tell you, I was telling someone earlier that was the most excitement I've had in a football game probably since I've played in a game, man. I mean, I just absolutely. watched that game absolutely, just, and the being around you and Paul O'Connor and Paul Berticelli, and Todd Standish. Eddie, Brown, Eddie Williams, uh, Kenny Calhoun, oh man, and the list goes on, uh, Greg there's just so many guys at that game. Man. Warren Williams. Warren Williams. Man, it was, it was awesome, man. And um, I'm telling you, that kind of environment, how could you lose when you have people like that pulling so hard for that team to win, like us? Be yeah,
3: absolutely. But let me uh, ask you this, Warren. Why do you think it is that the Canes are starting to get back on track?
1: You know, I, I, I really think that um, I, I really think Mark Rick has a lot to do with. It. I think he has everything to do with it. Um, I think the uh, the atmosphere with a lot of the former players coming back every week and being um, sometimes I think they're being uh, honorary captains. I think Ed Reed was an honorary captain. Um, this week, a few weeks ago, Kenny Calhoun, one of our former teammates, he was an honorary captain for this team. And I think these guys speak to the team the night before, uh, I think that has a little bit to do with it, but I think just keeping us around and in the program, sometimes from a distance, but sometimes close up, I think that has really galvanized this program and put us back where we want to be at.
3: That's what kept the flavor of the Canes for all these lean years. But let me ask you, what do you think was the most pivotal play of that game? i probably have to say say it was the play of the defensive line.
1: Defensive line. And that's exactly what I was going to say. i tell you,
3: that's one thing that I think that the Canes have been missing was that dominant defensive line play. And it's good to see that that's coming back because if you look at all the years of the Canes, they've always had that dominant defensive lineman that could shut things down
2: on a moment's notice.
1: And that's what we have in this team. We got a dominant defensive line. And, you know, you have to, and, and all the teams that we've, we played on, Dave, when we had Jerome Brown and, and, um, and, um, and, and Dan Stubbs, and then came Cortez Kennedy. It was just those kind of linemen just dominated that, that, that team. And we have, and those guys now, those two, two defensive ends, Jackson, and then you got Willis in the inside, Man, we, it's its some real dominant players up there, up front for the Hurricanes. And it's making a big difference.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. they got some athletes up there. And I think that's the one thing that they've been missing here over the years past. They've had a lot of the other pieces in place. But, you know, you look at the years of the great years of the Canes, even after our time, they've always had that dominant, up front defensive line play. And that's something that I finally see in coming back to the Canes.
1: Man, I see it too, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Now, um, what do you, what do you think about? You know, you you're an old offensive lineman yourself. Um, what do you think about the offense that we're, we're we're running in Miami? You know, when you think about the offenses that we ran at the University of Miami with receivers like Eddie Brown, Michael Irvin, Brian Blades, you know, Willie Smith. You know, we had a lot of things going on back then. We had a two back offense. We did a lot of motion shifting. What do you think about the offense that the Hurricanes are running now?
3: I think they're young, and they're still finding, I, I think they're really still finding their, uh, you know, what their what their defining moment's going to be. I see them trying to do a lot of things, a lot of good. Comes out with some of the play of the receivers, some of the pass plays, but then you see some of the pass plays where, you know, they're passing the air, and it, it's, you know, it's a sign of young people. But, uh What's amazing is that they're still able to overcome, which tells me they've got a lot of talent on that squad and they got a lot of young talent.
1: I love it. I love it, Dave. Hey, Dave, don't be a stranger, man. We're here every Monday night. Please call us back. Absolutely. I love talking to you. Absolutely. Don't be a stranger. Hey, thanks, buddy.
3: Always good to talk to you, Daryl, and I wish you the best.
1: Always good to talk to you, too, Dave. Love you much, bro. All I'll right, see you case, soon, brother. Okay. Hey, we got Scott on the line. Scott, what's going on, Scott? What's going on, Daryl? Man, loving life, man. What a game that was. Uh, What uh, a game that was. I'm telling you, man. What a game that was. You know, and and I'm going to tell you, Scott, I'm going to tell you a little story. I I was sitting in the game. I'm I'm up in this press box, skybox, looking at the game, and one of my buddies is sitting beside me, and at halftime, we're down by like 20 points. And um, I don't know, we're down by 13 points at halftime. He leaves, goes somewhere. I don't know where he goes. Another one of my buddies, an Irishman, comes and sits down beside me, McCutcheon. He says, Ollie, I'm bringing you the luck. I said, OK, Kevin. We're down by, my, by then, we're down by 20 points. And he's kind of looking at me. I said, Kevin, you said you was bringing the luck. I am, Ollie. I am. I said, OK, Kevin. Looks up. Next thing you know, we score a touchdown. Then we score another touchdown. And I'm looking at Kevin saying, I believe you might be right, Kevin. I think you might be right. The luck of the Irishman might be sitting beside me. And all of a sudden, man, we score that last touchdown to take the lead. And we hold on for the victory. So I credit this victory not only to the great Miami Hurricane defense, but a little bit of that go to the Irishman of Kevin McCutcheon sitting beside me in the second half of that game.
4: Yeah, uh, I was there, and uh, I, I was thinking the same thing. I actually uh, got up in the third, uh, at the end of the third quarter and walked to go get me a cold one, and whenever I went out there, things started changing. I said, well, I can't go back to my seat right now. I said, I got to watch it right here, and we, <laughs> we enjoyed it. Uh, I tell you what, one of the biggest plays uh, that uh, I enjoyed seeing was uh, when Travis Homer was uh, running that ball and just pushing the defense off of him. He he just was uh, running them over. Man, Travis, that was uh, great to see. Yeah, he he ran a little bit for our offense to uh, get going, but, you know, uh, uh, I've seen it. I've been way too many games where we we come from behind to to win it. I mean, just like last year, we did the same thing. But uh, uh, it's great, like uh, he said, uh, it's great to see that they got it in him. To come back like that in any given time.
1: Oh yeah, it, it is great to see, uh, Scott. It is, and I, I'm gonna tell you, man, this team is is showing a lot of poise, you know, uh, a lot of grit, you know. And um, they could have easily folded the tent. And at one point, when I when that when we came out in the third quarter, and they went straight down, they got that I think it was a punt return on kickoff retain and went straight down the field and scored on us. I was like, man, I think these guys might might be folding it up. But they didn't. They held. They hung in there. They, they played tough. They kept themselves together. And, uh, and they didn't They didn't lighten up, man. They, they tighten up. That's what we like to see in, a, in, a, in, a, in an athlete, in a team. Don't give up. Tighten up. Don't lighten up. Tighten up. Don't loosen up. Juice up. Give it more juice. And sometimes you have to concentrate harder when you're behind, when you're tired. You really just have to focus more. It's, it's not easy to focus more because you think you're giving it all the focus you got but that's not always the case hey Scott we gotta take a quick commercial break man but um, when we get back we're gonna talk a little bit more about these Miami Hurricanes we got some other calls on the line too hey guys we'll be back after these messages
5: (laughs)
4: internet flagship station for sports
6: voice america
4: sports get ready for the get down with hurley brown once again
3: inside of the minds of the players and coaches we'll talk everything sports but with a focus on the nfl nba and college football
0: P.M. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel.
6: This week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav, we're talking public land elk hunting, calling tips, locating the secret spots bulls love, calipers that fill the freezer, ammunition that performs, and more. Joining us is Mitch Petrie, Vice President of Programming for Outdoor Sportsman Group, and Steve West of Steve's Outdoor Adventures. Jim and Trav's Elk Quest 2018 is presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Let's hunt. Friday afternoons at 1 Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel
0: you're tuned in to sports info um with daryl oliver call him today at 888-346-9144 that's 888-346-9144 or send an email to sportsinfoum 3793 at gmail.com now back to the show
1: and welcome back we got Scott on the line, Scott talking to us about this grand weekend we both had down in Miami, down in South Florida at the Miami Hurricanes versus the Florida State Seminoles at the hard rock, Seminole hard rock stadium. Scott, man, that was a great game. I'm telling, you, man, I hadn't seen that kind of atmosphere. I don't think I didn't go to the Notre Dame game last year, but. I could just only imagine if that atmosphere was anything close to what we saw on Saturday, that was a heck of an atmosphere to be at a game. The Saturday's game was the biggest and the best game I've ever been to at the Seminole Hard Rock Stadium for the Miami Hurricanes. I was there both games, and I have to say that they're,
4: they're, they're right neck and neck with each other. But, yes, you're right. i tell you what was the best things, seeing all of you uh, former Kings and, and I mean, then you look at the uh, uh, pro teams that that are uh, most all that I've seen was Hall of Famers or some of them maybe future Hall of Famers there, and for the recruiting process, is that's awesome to have there. And you know, I know there was a lot of elite recruitments uh, recruits that were at that game. So, um, and I, I know there ain't nothing but a positive that you know them coming down for that game. That uh, receiver out of Georgia, uh, I'll tell you what, I hope uh, we
1: can land that one. Yeah, we I really hope that we can land, land him too. You know, um, speaking of receivers, I hadn't really talked about it, but the kid, um, um, Amon Richardson, um, is going to be out. His career is over, from what we understand, yeah. at University of Miami. I yeah. um, when I understand a neck injury that's been bothering him for a while, and it's just going to end his career. And you know, I don't really know him. I haven't really met him. But um, Mark Rick speaks very, very highly of this young man. And, um, you know, we've never heard of anything negative that he's been a part of at Miami. But I know that um, Miami is going to take care of him any way we can. I know he's going to get his degree and we're going to help him get a job. And if he wants to be a part, be in Miami and be a part of his program for the next two or three years, I know that's not going to be a problem. Um, so we um. You know, our prayers go up for Ammon Richardson, and um, hey, he's going to be all right. You know, I know it's yeah, a sad yeah, time in his life now, but uh, he's going to be all right. He really is. Dude. And he, yep. He's always going to be a cane. Always going to be a cane, and, um, and Mark Rich—he actually, his younger brother's coming up too. Okay, so, cool. Yeah, Not his about, younger and, brother's coming up too. So that's all a little more reason for him to stay and be a part of the program, and um, I think that's going to be great. Yeah, but we really have some um, some dynamic receivers at University of Miami, uh, and I love to see this kid Nikasi Perry play because he throws it to whoever's open. You know, he he spread the ball around, and I think you got to love that about him because uh, a lot of guys find their favorite targets, but no, this young man spreads the ball around, and I and I love it. I really do. Yeah, you know? yeah. I think I
4: our offensive line, you know, they're. Probably uh, got a little bit of weakness, but uh, they're getting better and better as the season goes, and uh, that's something we need to keep on recruiting uh, for is that uh, offensive line, keeping a a decent offensive line for him, and he's only going to get better, I can tell you.
1: I can. I, I agree totally with you, Scott. Hey, Scott, we got uh, we got um, Hurley on the line. We're gonna try to get him in before we get out of here. Scott, don't be a stranger, man. We really appreciate you calling. We're here every Monday night talking sports on Sports Info U. M. Appreciate it, buddy. It's all about the youth. All about the youth. Hey, Josh, we got Hurley on the line. Yes, sir. I'm here. Hey, Hurley, what's going on, man? Hurley Brown, welcome to hey, the show, baby. What's going on? Yo. Loving all this is? life I got. Oh, Loving it. <laughs> man, what's going on in in Ollie's world? Hey, man, I tell you, you know that this this Ollie world is is you just never know where where it may take you, but you have to enjoy the ride. You understand what I'm saying? Because you never know up. how long it's going to be. You know, so you just enjoy the true. ride. You take a right turn every once in a while, straighten it up with a left. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hey, tell us um, how it, it is, is, Ollie. What's that, now I say, tell it like it is, my brother. Hey, man, that's the only way I could do it. You know what I mean? Like, like I ISE. Like I was telling telling somebody earlier, man. The Hurricanes, they they never loosened up. You know what I'm saying? They gave it more juice. At one point, you, I thought they was kind of getting getting on the rocks a little bit. But this team pulled it out, man. And um, and I, I'm I'm very proud of this team, man. I tell you, it was it was an incredible victory. Um, the Hurricane Skybox was going crazy too. Yeah.
6: I I didn't make the game, and and, um, and, I mean, I just got so much going on right now with coaching and all this other stuff, but, man, I I was in front of the TV. I was glued to the TV. I didn't want to move, and the only thing I kept saying, you know, me and my guys, we kept texting each other throughout the game. A bunch of, you know, former Canes guys didn't make it to the game as well, but you know, and and don't get me wrong. I mean, man, hey, those are my guys. Those are my kids. I mean, I recruited a lot of those kids, and Man, I'm so proud of those kids. But what really touched me is the fact that they hung in there and they didn't quit. I mean, to me, that was the biggest accomplishment, and for not not just, you know, for football, but, man, to, to, for the direction that those kids are going in right now. They really embraced the, you know, the Miami Hurricane swagger. They have embraced the culture of, of Miami. I understand that Jaquan Johnson, gave a, a Michael Irvin type speech at halftime and that inspired those players and that's why they came back and fought as hard as they did in the second half and that's what Miami's all about
1: that's what it's about you're right you know what I'm saying and sometimes it takes somebody that's been there and done it to come back and tell you that, hey this fight ain't over you know what I'm saying we just getting started in the fight and let's make sure we work it out in the second half you know hey man that's 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 what that's what we call swagger, you know. And and we exactly. we, we don't just have swagger. We invented swagger, man. You know, and exactly. I, and and sometimes we take it to another level. But it's it's all about confidence and 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 not being afraid. And um, hey, you can't ever be scared. That's just not a part of the game. Exactly. If you are scared, go to church. That's well, oh, what I know. Yeah, you know, get some protection. <laughs> oh yeah.
6: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey No but, man, I was extremely proud of those guys, man. And the thing that you know man, what what really gets you though know, there, I'm sitting here I'm looking at Facebook and I'm seeing all these guys. You know, the atmosphere, the the just the entire the environment. Man, I got one picture with Ray Lewis, Warren Sapp, Michael Irvin, um Daryl Fullerton, Tobert Bain, Reggie Wayne. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at this picture, I'm like, dude, and then there's another one that you got with Michael Irvin, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, James Jackson, and I want to say it was Edrin James. How, where do you get that? Yeah, where, what do, you go, where do you can get can that? other can you go to in the entire country and get that type of talent in one picture? I don't, I don't get it.
1: It's unbelievable, man. I'm telling you, it is. you know, and 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 the thing that those guys come back and still are a part of the program, and it's not that they come, they come yeah. back because they love it; they love just having just a little taste of camaraderie to being with being with those guys that you played with and sweat with and bled with, cried with, you know, it's just being a part of. It. Exactly, and I, and, you and you the thing appreciate. that they
6: do, and you know, the Jonathan Filmer's of the world, the Reggie yeah. Wayne. Those guys come back to impart wisdom. You know, the one I'll never forget. There was a speech that Michael Irvin and um, gave. He made while we were there when I was coaching at Miami. He came into Lockhart Stadium and he told us that he was afraid. He worked so hard while he was there because he was afraid of not being able to live up to the expectations of what Eddie Brown set for them. He was afraid that he was not going to be able to 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 compete and play to the level of what Eddie Brown expected him to be able to play at because he's saying, Hey, he gave me this. He gave me yes. the knowledge, the wisdom, the desire. He taught me how to be a hurricane and I gotta make sure that I live up to his expectations. But that's what Miami has been all about. You know, it's never been about the stadium and you know, everybody keep talking about Oh, people that don't know, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's some players that made all oh, the orange gold.
0: Dude,
6: it, it, it ain't got nothing to do with that. What it has to do with are those guys that are
1: in that locker room. No matter where you're at. You're at. It's the legacy. You know, we'll play you wherever you want to play. It's the legacy. You. Right, exactly. We'll play over there man, we'll where, where the buck time Buccaneers play it, it exactly. in overtime. Man, we'll you understand what I'm saying? You, you, no, it don't, you don't matter. matter. Where you want to play, we're gonna play. It don't matter. It, it don't, don't we'll matter. Play in the phone booth,
6: right? We'll play it don't matter. In the parking lot, it don't matter. So no, it those don't are matter. the things, man. That that I was I was so happy to see, and I'm so disappointed that I wasn't able to make it down there for that game and be around those guys, man. Because it, you know how we are. Man, you you can go ten years without seeing them, dude. But baby, when you see them, oh my Ooh. god, it's like it's like it's like it's like they had, you know, like there, there was no time. Like it was just yesterday that we were all together, and that's the yep. beauty of it, man. No matter where you are in America, no matter what time of the year it is, hey man, we we stick together, we love each other, and we just love being around each other.
1: That's what I'm talking about, Hurley. and that's what it's about, man. And you know, and and, and I'm saying and. and when you go back, and I, I go to quite a few games, but when I go back and I see my former teammates, man, I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, it's like you, you've, you've, you've been thinking about them all, all this time, but you haven't missed them because you know they, they still got the same love for you that they had the last time they saw you, if not more love exactly. for you than the last time they exactly. saw you. Exactly. Yep. Exactly.
6: But, but these young guys, man, and I, I take my hat off to these kids, Michael Pinkman. Man, this cat just, dude, I, I was I recruited Mike. So I saw Mike. I saw the fire and, and the passion in Mike while he was in high school. Man, Mike is a throwback from the, the 80s. He's an yeah. old soul. And this cat here, man, just, he's just down there bawling and loving every minute of it. He grew up, his father is from Miami. His father's from over there in Carroll City. So his father has always been a Miami Hurricane. And Mike was determined to be one himself to, co- to to continue that legacy of what a Miami Hurricane is supposed to be. Jaquan Johnson, Jaquan was born to be a Miami Hurricane. So when they said he made that speech at halftime, I'm not surprised. That's who he is. And to be honest with you, if you know Jaquan, he don't talk. But <laughs> so when it comes time to when it comes time for. When, you, when you're in them trenches like that, there, if you know something has to be said, he stood up to the moment and he created a legacy that would be It's just like Ed Reed. When Ed Reed made that speech up there at Boston College, you know, sitting there saying, hey, you know, damn right, I'm hurt. But that ain't got nothing to do with it. Right. You know, Michael Irvin, back in 1987, when we were up there at Florida State, same thing, down 17 in the fourth quarter. I mean, these are these are those types of games are what creates those types of legacy. Legacies and create those types of players. That'll, that'll go on for, forever. you know. So, and, and again, to be able to sit back and watch these young men, even in coach Perry. I mean, I'm sitting there looking at this cat like, hold on, man. Look at this dude. And he is growing into that position. Only thing that scares me, Daryl, is can he handle... Can he handle the stardom that comes with being a great Miami quarterback? That's my only question.
1: I really think he can, Hurley, and I think he can because one of the best things probably could have ever happened to this kid was being suspended for that first game. And I think he saw how much he let his team down by not being able to go in and be a part of that game because he wasn't even at the game. He wasn't even able to travel with the team. I think he learned his lesson from that, and I really think he knows how hard he has to work to keep his job because the young man behind him is, is really going to be working hard and on his heels.
6: Oh, yeah, but again, yeah. there's and this is what the people got to understand. Now, come on, my, my Hurricane family. I mean, this is what we have to do as a family. We have to nurture this kid, and yes. we, we can praise him. But we also got to make sure that he knows and understands that with that type of recognition comes a price, and he has to hold—he has to hold fast because he, he could have gone anywhere else in the country and been a really good quarterback, and the people would love him. But man, when you're talking about Miami Florida, the Miami Hurricanes, when you're talking about being the star quarterback for the Miami Hurricanes man, that brings on a whole lot of pressure and it brings on a whole lot of temptation. Corey it does. Corey it Harris does. has to have a security guards.
1: <laughs> and hey, and and I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, you know, and this young man has, uh, he we, you're so right, we have to take it easy. Not take it easy, but we have to nurture this young man and at the same time, he has to understand the position that he's in and he has to understand how much responsibility comes with this position that he has put himself in. And he's put himself in in this position by doing the right thing and and being in the right place. So if he can continue to just grow, mature, and understand how important being quarterback for the University of Miami is, not only is he – behind Heisman trophy winners. He's behind guys that have won national championships. He has he he has some big shoes to just kinda walk in, not not feel, just walk in. And he has to understand that this this road is, you know, it's it's always gonna be the University of Miami quarterback Nikasi Perry. That's how the that's how the story is going to always open up, whether it's good or bad. So let's make sure there's something good behind that Nikasi Perry, University of Miami quarterback. So if he can understand that, I think he has to know these things because people have, I'm not the only person that know this. People around him has to be have to be telling him this. And not just the coaches, his parents, his uncles, his his friends yeah. at home in, in Ocala. You know, the people that he's entrusted his whole life. You know, so those are the people that have to let him know, hey man, this is no, this is not Ocala Vanguard. This is not Ocala Florida. This is Miami, one of the most popular cities in the world,
6: not just in America. One of the top ten, exact one of the top ten vacation
1: destinations in the entire world. In the world, you understand in what I'm world. saying. You may not. You, it in may every, not be somebody that. It might not be somebody from Liberty City that gives you uh, exactly. the old okey doke. It might be somebody from Paris, France, that gives you exactly. the okey doke. So it's just That's so right. many traps and obstacles that he has to know. That are out there for him, and he has to be able to avoid them and keep a low profile, and and um and enjoy this ride too. Don't make it so stiff that you don't enjoy the ride. Yeah, heard oh, no man. We got no it. Doubt. Go ahead, brother.
6: No, ahead. and again, man, there's a kid on that team, man. I gotta give praise to because I recruited this kid. I've watched this kid from high school. We actually got him from the University of Florida. We should have got him. When he came out of high school, we just we dropped the ball on it, but we still got it. But Gerald Willis, oh my God, man, my my, my man is just playing lights out right now. Gerald Willis, Patrick Russell, Shaq Quarterman, dude, these kids, Sheldrick Redwine, man, I'm, I can go, I can go on and on and on. And yeah. hey, don't 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 let us forget. Now Malik Rozier, <laughs> hey, he did what he was what he had to do.
1: Yes, he did. Now, but he's
6: still a yep. part of the team and. You know he's still there, but you got a guy like Lawrence Cager. Lawrence hurt me when he dropped that touchdown pass. And then he came back and caught one, so we we okay. Yeah. He, he got himself out of that dog home, <laughs> that 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 dog. Hey hey, gonna... hey,
1: hey, Hurley. You know what? Before we go yeah. any further, man, let's let some of these people who listening to us let them know who you are. You know, Hurley Brown played at University of Miami outside linebacker from nineteen ninety nine. Until um, 2000, 2001, right? Ernie? No, man you, man, you got me wrong, man. You, you got me young. I'm not that young, folks. Uh, I played from 87 to 92. I played back in the, the real 8 day. I played 87 with, to 92. What am I thinking about? You, yeah, man, yeah, I wish I was that young. I
6: wish I had played with them cats, but I played with some real dogs. Yeah, you I ain't lying. I, 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 I oh left some God. of them dogs for you to play Gold. with, too. Holy
1: you they hear, you hear it, what I'm saying? A, I'm t- t- I, I left Russell Maryland there for a little, a little yeah, while to play I with you. So dead, Russell I'm, Maryland, I'm trying to tell you. And, 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 and yeah. A, yeah. I left old, old Danny Stubbs there to play with you for a minute. Okay. Oh, my God. It, I'm so, saying, I'm saying, I am left some of them cats there. there to play with you, yeah. Hurley. Yeah, yeah Melvin and Gratton and Warren Williams. I left them cats there to hang out with you for a little while. I apologize, Hurley. I really really. That was
6: one of the, man, those years were the greatest. And I, I can go on and on and talk about, man. I can tell you a story, man, that just really, that just, it, it's the epitome of what a Miami Hurricane was. Winston Moss, Jerome Brown, Mar- how they embraced me. Bubba yeah. McDowell was, was like a big father to me. Yeah, I grew up with Bubba. Oh, my I've been God. around Bubba since I was six years old.
1: Steve so Bubba was, one was that of the quarterback reasons for that I y'all, too. To. We left him in the cover. Oh, Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep. Michael Irvin. So we are. Michael Brown, Irvin. Vince yeah,
6: Blade, and Brian and, and, Blade. You know, Yes, sir. So you talked about Brett Perriman. So you Get talked him. about the offense now. So could you imagine, Daryl? Because back when y'all played, we we had a fullback. We go with 21 personnel. You know, Lonzo Highsmith, Melvin Bratton in the backfield. Either Brian Blades, Michael Irvin, or Brett Perriman of the receivers. Charles Henry, Alfredo Roberts, the tight end. So, but could you imagine? This style of offense with three and four receivers on the field at one time. with that type of talent back then? Wow. Could you imagine? Brett Perriman, yeah. Brian Blade, Michael Irvin, either Alfredo Roberts or Charles Henry being on the field at the same time with a guy like Melvin Bratton or, or Alonzo Highsmith or Warren Williams carrying the ball, even yourself. Could you imagine that?
1: Hey Can you imagine man, imagine
6: how many points they would have scored back then?
1: With this style of offense, it would have been ridiculous. That would have put us in jail. It would put us in jail. But you know, uh, and when yeah. you think about it now, you know, Coach Erickson came in with with something similar to what we have now. But he was more of a, of a running with that with that with that with that spread offense. He had the guy McGuire who came in. It was a, a solid running back after Coach Johnson left. So he did bring in a spread offense. But, but you're right, and, and, man, and look man, at I, what he did. Look at what, Look he, at did. what he did it with change Changed, the, changed, he changed the way the game, game was played. Changed That's the rules changed of the game. The game. Yep. Exactly. Changed the you rules of Randall the game. Hill. Well, let's go yeah. back. You had what you left us.
6: You had Dale Dawkins, Andre Brown, Wesley Carroll, Randall Hill, Kevin yep. Williams. Harris. I mean, dude, the list goes on. Look at what those guys were, were able to accomplish. Lamar yes. Thomas. Hard yeah. High C Copeland. Then we had <laughs> Coleman Bell that made that great catch up against when we had the first wide right against Florida State up there in Doke Camel Yeah, If Coleman Bell doesn't catch that ball, we don't win that game. We don't get the wide the first wide right. We don't right. win a championship that year. I mean, dude, we had some dudes. Yeah. So we had some great yeah. players. Now our defense was always stacked. Always stacked uh, arms we got a Mike Farrell, Darren Smith. You know, Darryl Williams, was, but was, was Darryl was, was, I guess he was, well, Michael Irvin came out early too, but Darryl was well, arguably one of the first guys that did the three and out thing. But, Ryan McNeil, Herbert Chain, you know, the unsung heroes. Maurice Cron was an All-American. Now, yeah. our, our defensive line, back in 1989 when we won the championship, our defensive line, the entire defensive line, we had a six-man rotation, Darryl. And the entire defensive line got drafted, and everyone got drafted no later than the fourth round. The wow. entire defensive
1: line. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, but yeah. we had 11 first round picks on my team, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're <laughs> oh talking about Vinnie Testaverde, Jerome <laughs> Brown. You know, good gracious, man, it, it, it was incredible. You know, come wow. on. So I forgot it, about it, that. It, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and, and, and and Bernie Kozar had already left. You know what I mean? And luckily exactly. Bernie left so Vinny all? could have a chance to play. And Vinnie became a Heisman Trophy winner. And I still to the, to this wow. day say if Doug Flutie hadn't thrown the Hail Mary Pass in the Orange Bowl with no time left on the clock, Bernie Kozar would have won the Heisman Trophy that year. Exactly. Derek yep. Fullington was back there and didn't
6: didn't
1: dog going to pass down. hey uh, hurley we got to get out of here man we got some other calls trying right, to get in we appreciate man. you okay. man don't be a, don't be a All stranger, right, man we here every monday night man give us a call you got it. You got it, my we brother. We appreciate you, bro. Wow. Much love. Peace. Bye, hey, guys, back. we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to see if we got any more callers on the other side. We're going <laughs> to talk a little more college football and maybe even a little bit of NFL football. And maybe even a little bit of the Conor McGregor fight. Hey, guys, we'll be right back after these messages. <laughs>
4: at 1 p.m. Pacific, to Ray Ellis Sports, right here on the Voice America Network. And let's talk football. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
0: You're tuned into Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show.
1: And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, you know, this is our last segment for the night, and um, what a great Show this has been former teammates have called in. One was a former coach at the University of Miami, Hurley Brown. Thanks for calling in, Hurley. But tonight we got another former teammate, Eddie Williams. out oh, and I'm gonna tell you, this is uh, I, Eddie Williams was a starting safety on the very first national championship team. He what we call one of the Godfathers of the Canes. And Eddie, welcome to the show, Eddie. How's everything going, buddy? Man, everything going good. Y'all, everything cool, man. Just loving it. Just loving life. I know that's right. I know that's right. Hey, man, it was a pleasure hanging out with you at the game, sitting down, talking to you, and just being a part of that atmosphere on Saturday night and you being there. So many of my other teammates there, man, it made it real, real special. I tell you, it was a a game I'll never forget that I didn't play in that I will never forget, man. I I had a great time. And like I said, man, thanks again. It was a pleasure being at that game with you and, and pulling for the hurricane like We had no tomorrow. Hey. Super game, man.
7: Those guys showed me that you know what now they've grown up, they're playing as teammates now. You know what I mean? Individuals, they took the first step of advancing, coming together as a team, coming back against adversity. Standing up in the paint. They showed me that we got some hunger jacks, see? We got some home rejection. What I like about this team right now is that Mark are letting these people compete at these positions. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times when you have athletes that get comfortable at that position and don't have nobody to push them or threaten them. Then it takes away the uh, the homeiness that other players will have to play.
1: I agree. I really agree. When you see these guys coming in out of the game, you know, it lets you know Mark Rick is playing a lot of guys. I mean, he's playing yep. a number of players and, and you're right. That means that a lot of these guys are being graded on tape. You know i saying? If you're on the sideline, yeah. you can't get graded. You don't get a grade in the game. You know what I mean? You don't get a percentage on that play, whether it be a hundred percent or whether it be forty percent. You know, every play is is, is graded, whether it's a hundred percent or forty percent. You get a percentage, and if you're on the sideline, yeah. you can't get a percentage. But I, I I really like what he's doing. I'm talking about from the running backs. I think we I saw four running backs being played in the game on Saturday, and we saw at least six six defensive linemen and six offensive linemen being played. In the game on Saturday, I saw at least four different yeah. linebackers playing that game on Saturday. So, um, and, and in the secondary, on, same good. thing. Yeah, I, I really like that. I, I think this is what's, this is what makes a team solid. Competition builds excellence because if I okay. if I'm on your heels every day making you better and you mess around and, 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 and snag a toenail and I go in the game and we don't slip a beat we don't skip a beat um, you you realize your toenail better get healed real quick because I might not get back out there on the field so okay. now you got to work as hard or harder so I, I really like what we're doing with the depth on this team uh, we're going places well, Eddie.
7: Well, I want to just throw some a couple of pitches out, uh, especially to the quarterback, right? Um, a lot of people say that this kid is young, right, and that he's going to have a lot of pressure. But we got to understand where he come from. You know what I mean? He felt some big shoes at um, Ocala Vanguard High School because you got to remember, right, he broke all cold pepper records. Yes, passing and broke, running. Yeah, passing and, and rushing. Yes. But also, I just want to—I want to give a plug out right. We got a linebacker man. I, I really think that he's in high school right now. But we got to—we got to put an eye on him. We, we just got to get him to the youth. We can't let this kid slip. This kid is—his uh, name is Elijah Robinson. You remember this name, Mister Oliver? Was Elijah Robinson. He played middle linebacker for the Popka Blue Dollars. He's a freshman, and what I say. He's a man-child. He's
1: a man-child. I hate. you. Well, we're going we to see. And we're going to definitely keep an eye on him if he's just a freshman. You know, he's a freshman.
7: He's starting middle linebacker. Of he, he started in
1: the ninth grade, too. Well, we, we'll definitely have an eye on him. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm
7: telling you now. I know it's about the end of your show, brother, I love you. I love the camaraderie, brother. But we got to get everybody down for homecoming. We got to get behind this team, and we got to keep on uh, inspiring them and and uplifting them, and letting them know what it means to be what a hurricane.
1: A hurricane. Eddie, thanks for being a part of the show, man. We love it when you come <laughs> on. Don't be, be a stranger. We're here every Monday night, from eight and nine o'clock. VoiceAmerica.com. Sports hey, Central. Yeah, let's well. not
7: forget about the Gators are coming to town, right? 2019, so we got to get prepared for
1: that too. I think we're going to be in. I think we're going to be in your hometown in Orlando after That's right, that game. It's a neutral you site. Yeah, we. Yep. I. I already know. I can't wait. I know it's going to be a big okay. game for you. It's in your hometown. But more than anything, we haven't played the Gators in about five or ten years. So this is just going to be yes, a sir. tremendous game. Used to be a super rivalry for um, both teams. Haven't done it in so many years. 2019 is going to be a big year for the Hurricanes. To so Open the season out big and get in uh, Orlando against the Florida Gators. Eddie, thanks for calling, man. We love you so much. One bro. more, baby. Hey, All bro, babies. we're a family. Not a no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Peace. Hey, guys, right, thanks for you. listening to Sports Info UM on voiceamerica.com. Hey, it's always a pleasure to hang out with some friends, talk some football, talk a little bit of University of Miami football. Didn't get too much into the NFL tonight, but it's always time for the NFL season. It's not a marathon. It's not a sprint. The NFL is a marathon. So it's plenty of time to talk about that. Hey guys, we'll be back next week with more sports information. Peace!
0: Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more sports info Um, We'll see you then.